This is Tort Talk with Terrence A. Gross, a board-certified personal injury lawyer. Hello and welcome to another episode of Tort Talk. This is the podcast put on by Gross and Schuster, talking about legal things and legal issues you need to care about, as well as current events and news that you need to care about as well. And we've been talking about all sorts of interesting things the past couple of weeks, starting with Jason Aldean's song that's been apparently riling people up and talking about the 2024 election and DeSantis and and Trump. And well, here's the thing. If you have a topic that you want to hear about, it's as simple as just putting a comment below. We would love to make sure that we get stuff you really care about. But speaking of stuff we really care about, got to make good on what we talked about last week, which is talking about Hunter Biden. Now, I am Paul Stadden. I'm the person who owns the microphones and hopefully stands in for you, the listener, with questions. The most important voice in the room, however, is that of Terrence Gross. And welcome back to the show, Terrence. Glad to be here. And again, I'm sort of taking a vacation uh, the past several weeks from... uh the typical monologue of personal injury law, just taking a break and venturing in the politics, which may be right or wrong. But again, it's my show and I, and I do have an opinion and I like to use this uh, as a soapbox. And um, right. So you, you wanted, you asked me a question last week uh, about Hunter Biden. What was that question? Well, the question basically was, uh, you know, does Hunter Biden hurt or help uh, Joe Biden in this next election cycle, because I feel like depending on where your political affiliations lie, depend on whether you see Hunter Biden as a liability or as somebody who's unfairly attacked. Kind of how we talked about last week with uh, people who feel like Trump is attacked a lot and then kind of then support him. So is Hunter Biden somebody who's going to be an albatross around the neck or somebody who's going to gain sim- and garner sympathy? Well, and, and it doesn't necessarily. I, have to, I try to be objective uh, right. about everything I hear. I'm pretty objective about uh, my feelings about Trump, which I, I really don't like the man. Um, but I also think he's being selectively prosecuted. So when you get to Hunter Biden, he's definitely a liability. He's an embarrassment. But what I'd really rather discuss is. This recent uh, plea bargain deal, which I've never heard of such a thing. So I will tell you that I won't name his name, but there was a local prominent lawyer here in town that didn't pay his taxes. Now, he Mm. didn't file false tax returns, which would be a felony. He just didn't pay taxes, which is actually a misdemeanor, but they they still threw him in jail for a year. Ah. So here's Hunter Biden. We're talking about millions of dollars. And because he was getting this money from the Ukraine or whatever, I'm thinking, what on what authority is he, uh, other than being the vice president's son at that time? And, of course, his known cocaine use and all the things, all the baggage that this guy right. has. So they finally indict him, and you think, okay, they're going to do something. And the next thing we hear, no jail, no conviction, slap on the wrist, probation for a year, pay a fine, and here's the kicker, which I've never heard of. The kicker was, and we won't prosecute you for any other crimes that we could have prosecuted for, which means a free pass on anything. Hmm. And there's stuff out there. Who knows what that is? Right. Like, who gives a, what prosecutor would ever give anybody a free pass on unknown felonious doings? But they, that was the deal. Just In other words, the absolute pushing the case under the rug as quickly as possible, as early as possible before the election really heated up. And it just sounds political. And at the same time, 
the same uh, prosecutors, not the exact same, but the same right. governmental prosecutors, are going after Trump for anything and everything. Hmm. Uh, indict him here, indict, and just going full bore. It just makes you wonder, and and you don't have to have a, a be a political science major like me. You don't have to be walking around with a lot of common sense. You just run this by your average Joe. If we go back to Sanford and Son and, and talk to Fred Sanford about this, he look. I mean, I know what his answer would be. I know <laughs> I know what George Jefferson's answer would be, and 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 and, uh, and uh, Archie Bunker's uh, response to just Joe Q. America is not that dumb. They have to realize that the non-prosecution of Hunter and the prosecution of Trump are politically motivated. It's right there blatantly in front of your eyes. And uh, and I'm not saying that Trump's a choir boy. I'm right. Not, I'm not saying, I mean, because he, he's done things, a lot of fast and loose things, but it just, I just look back and I talked on the last show about how come Hillary Clinton got a pass? She, I mean, she, she definitely cleansed her computers, sanitized them after they were subpoenaed. So after they're subpoenaed, who destroys evidence that's been subpoenaed? Nobody. And any judge would at least hold you in contempt of court and send you to jail right away, let alone being prosecuted. And it never, ever happened. But yet here, and many of the uh, ex-presidents have taken papers home with them, some of which probably were confidential or, mm-hmm. or top secret and some not. So I don't know what these papers are. Uh, now, could Trump have uh, cooperated more? Yes, typical Trump. You know, so there are some things going on, but it just, it just. I think, like we said last show, I think that's why. I really believe that I'm talking about middle America. I'm not talking about the far left or far right. I'm just talking about the middle Americas. Americans apparently are not penalizing Trump with all these prosecutions going on because. DeSantis has none. I mean, he's squeaky clean. D- despite what you think of DeSantis, I've never heard of any episode of any potential criminal uh, or immoral behavior on his part, and yet he he's thirty points behind uh, Biden in the polls. is is really coming in at under forty percent as a sitting president, which is low. I mean, he's the acting mm-hmm. president. And so we really get, I'm getting back to the same thing I talked about last show that I can't believe that we're going to have a repeat. I, I dread <laughs> that moment. I, I just wish the Democrats would find a, a fresh face. Right, right. Somebody, you know, in their 40s, 50s, early 60s with energy, uh, new ideas and, 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 and unblemished to run, and and the, and the same thing with the uh, Republicans. Unblemished. Now, there's how far down on the political ladder would you have to go before you got to somebody who is really unblemished? Um, and I'm talking about somebody who has not only no scandals, but definitely has the the likability for the average person. You know, I I think that it's really interesting. You you think about presidents who really nailed the likability. Um, and they weren't necessarily unblemished. And you think about unblemished uh, politicians, and they aren't necessarily likable. Is it possible to have both of those things at the same time? Well, you look at Jimmy Carter. Many people would tell you Jimmy Carter was the worst president of the century. Right. But he was so likable. 
Right. He still is today. Right, still, right. Uh, oh, I mean, oh, yeah. Such a likable Habitat guy. Humanity and, and everything. Yeah. And never heard anything. Had the same way. He just celebrated his 70th anniversary, by the way. Oh, wow. So everybody loved Jimmy Carter. Now, he, he, he was liberal and people didn't like a lot of his policies. But he really tried to get peace in Israel, and, right. and, and he kind of blew the whole Iran thing. But, but at the end of the day, his likability was off the charts. He was just right. a nice. He was for real. Yeah. What you saw yeah. is what you got. Um, Clinton was likable. You know, if it hadn't been for the Monica Lewinsky episode, if if, if you could somehow right. take a like a blackboard and erase the Monica Lewinsky. He would probably be one of the best presidents of the century. He did come as close to anybody getting peace in Israel. Right. Uh, he had a zero deficit. Yeah. He knew Greenrich, who was far, far right. They would talk that he could, they could have discussions. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was appointed to the Supreme Court 97 to 3. That would never happen today. <laughs> I mean, so, so yeah. Clinton was able to schmooze and broker his likability was off the charts. Yeah. Uh, Reagan w- was very well liked. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he had no baggage whatsoever. He had he and Nancy had, had a great stable marriage for Hollywood movie stars, all the, all the stuff you hear. There was no drama there. Right. And uh, he spoke very well, very proud American, very likable. Now, you may not have liked his politics, but a likable fella. Right. Even Barack Obama. I mean, yeah, yes, a, a little bit left for a lot of us. But pretty squeaky clean. You can mm-hmm, say whatever mm-hmm. you want. And a great orator. I don't care what you say. One of the best orators I've ever heard. Uh, he, he he Just a great spokesman. Um, and, and he tried to reach across the aisle as much as he could. Uh, so the, I think the likability has a lot to do with it. But and, and not that people dislike Joe Biden. There's nothing really to hate about Joe Biden, if you want to know. He's pretty he's, vanilla. Yeah. yeah. But like I said last show, I'm worried more about his age. I mean, if he's elected, if he's elected, his last year as president, he'll be 86 years old. Wow. So, I mean, think of all your, think about the grandpas. Think about everybody. How many people are alive at 86, let alone have, you know, I'm not talking about partial mental acuity. We're talking about running. Maybe yeah. the, the 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 biggest business in the world, the United States of America. You look at our GDP, and and it's one of the strongest countries, powerful countries. Uh, it's it's just not a sign of power. And 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 look, if you look at some of the gaffes he's doing, and the stumbling and bumbling, and not knowing how to exit the stage, he just seems lost. But he seems like everybody's grandfather. You would right. excuse your grandfather. At, at, at a party, if he just, even though he's been in your house 10 times, he can't remember where the bathroom is, you say, oh, that's just grandpa. Grandpa, remember, it's down the hall. And, and that's because you expect that. Hmm. And, 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 and Trump doesn't show those signs yet. But again, he will be in his 80s. He's a few years younger. So that that's why I, I keep on talking about all this. But getting back to, to the Hunter Biden thing. So, yes, it. it how much America will penalize Biden for Hunter? I don't know. I mean, a lot of people have kids, and and a lot of us do have the black sheep. You raise, you have four kids, you raise them all the same, and one's a black sheep. So I think there could be some sympathy there, saying, well, you know, he can't control this is an adult, right? Whatever. So I don't know. It's more about the select prosecution. Mm. It just seems funny mm-hmm. that everything's dropped and pushed under the rug, and go home and 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 be a good boy and 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 do some community service, and everything will be fine. 
It just seems like a real slap on the wrist, and that's my takeaway. We're out of time again. Uh, this is Terrence Gross. I'm actually a personal injury lawyer. In future shows, I'll get back to personal injury, but I just thought in the summer, I want to take a break from it, and uh, and the politics are heating up. And uh, yeah. Paul, thanks for hosting. Oh, man, it's always a lot of fun, and I like being able to do these topics that aren't necessarily aligned with the normal tort talk thing. But here's the thing. We're going to get back to those legal questions later on. And we've dealt with a lot of legal topics on previous shows. So if you want to know about things like what, who gets sued if a, uh, sheriff's deputy rams in the back of your car how what are the seatbelt laws in florida all this kind of stuff there are a lot of episodes we've covered about these kinds of things and we'll get to more later on so how can people get a hold of you terrence 850-434-3333 or visit us on the web at gross and easy enough see you next time terrence thanks <laughs>